Welcome to another riveting, exciting episode of the Untitled Podcast, as it is at the moment, as we still await the name. I am your one of your hosts in Peter Bradders, alongside Mr Woodhead. Good evening, or good afternoon, shall I say, Woody. Good afternoon, Peter Bradders. Um, so, we, little peek behind the curtain, we are yet again without a particular um, format, but that kind of uh, adds to the fun, I feel, if we don't have much of a, a script, despite the fact that last week's was probably the most... Uh, Easy to run show, but I completely forgot I was uh, recording until Abdul reminded me earlier. Um, which, um, you know, I, it could have been better remembered that it was a Tuesday as we are recording this. Um, but yes, uh, how are things over on the bay? Uh, things are okay. Um, there's been a bit of drama for a change. Um, so there was in Lancaster, uh, there was a shooting. Um, I don't know the details, but uh, yeah, I think it's involving gangs or something like that. But yeah, somebody was apparently uh, shot in the leg from a, a ricochet, but yeah, arrests have been made and stuff like that. But that's about the only exciting thing, really. From, uh, uh, from around these parts. And there hasn't seemed to be much really happened here. Uh, but based on what's happened there, it's probably a good thing, in yeah. truth. Um, so, um, how's the, the week been for you, at least? Uh, yeah, been all right, quite as always. Um yeah, not much to to think. Just people talking about this Eden project that's uh, been given the green light. Well, seeing as last week you didn't get much of a mention about it, uh, do you want to bring it up? Yeah, can uh, do. Yeah. So um, problem or for or against is on it, whichever your. Well, I, I'm not too thing about it. I'm really not that enthused about it because I don't really want this big greenhouse. You know, who's gonna who's gonna want to come and see horticulture, plants and trees and things like that? I can just see it being a a big waste of time. But but who you know? I, hopefully, I am wrong because the area does need um, the investment putting into it because it used to be. You know, it was bigger than Blackpool in its heyday. It was Morecambe. So hopefully, this could be the the start of things to come. But I don't know. I'm not. I'm not really enthused about it, like I say. So, but uh, you know, it's gonna it's gonna create jobs. There's gonna be like over a thousand jobs from it. So you know, and then businesses and and stuff that you know potentially could open from it. So. Yeah, who knows? Who knows what will happen? 
because it does look very similar to the Eden project down. I imagine it's going to be exactly the same as it is down south. Yeah, yeah, it's just a, a very similar thing. They've just moved, you know, they've got one up north now, mm-hmm. um, you know, in a place that's, you know, easier to get to for northerners um, and for for the Scots as well. So instead of having to travel all the way down, way down south to it. So, you know, so there's, you know, 50 million quid come from the government. They need another 50 million quid from private investors to uh, to get it going. So... But yeah, so uh, from what I've heard, you know, they're going to start breaking ground in September. So, and it's supposed to be, <laughs> supposed to be completed by 2026, but <laughs> all these big projects always get put behind. So who knows? It could be like 2030. Well, way over budget. <clears throat> well, seeing as I remember for the the ice hockey in Altrincham, I remember they were supposed to have built this new arena well i say arena new rink i should say and that was supposed to have been built in 2012 yeah um so this was in 20 uh, 2007 when they moved into the temporary rink yeah. which is still at or where hockey is and ice skating um but then you had the collapse of the company that was doing it and then you had the financial crash yeah and then that just never seemed to materialize and it doesn't look any closer to that being built and then you've got the brand new arena supposed to be taking place near the the etihad all right um which is supposed to be bigger than the arena uh, the Manchester one, but for me it looks far more smaller. Yeah. Um, however, it seems to be mostly for music, not for say sporting events or or so. It's not really a multi-purpose menu. No. It's more music-based. Mm. Um, so I I always kind of look on the the webcam they've got for it to see how it's up, up like being put up um to which the previous time was about last probably last january last february um and then it looked like it was being put together quite quickly and when I went past it last time, there didn't seem to be a whole lot going on. <laughs> and it's supposed to be opening up this year. So, oh, right. so, you, so you're saying there's an actual webcam, so you can see of how much, you know, it's going up on an actual webcam. Oh, yeah. So. Wow, that uh, is, uh, that's different. On the website, which I will try. To send you the link via the wherever it is, it is somewhere there. I just can't find it. Uh, but, but 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 yeah, I I'll send you the the link anyway. All right. Not that you'll be able to see it because you 
we're recording, but I can. Uh, oh, I don't know actually. I might be able to uh, screen share it with you. I'll see if that works. I think there'd actually be a webcam of a building being put up. Can you imagine all the things that you're going to see or builders doing and all that, or not doing? To be honest, it is from a, a certain distance. Ah, oh, well, that's probably for <laughs> probably for a good good reason. So you can't see what they're up to. Next. So it's supposed to have 23,000 capacity uh, compared to, I think, it's 20 or something like that for the for the arena uh, that the arena holds I'll, I'll i'll put it this way the manchester arena and the the etihad arena we'll call it so it's not to get confused um but yes i i i'm just wondering if they've took the webcam down for the meantime yeah possibly Probably there's none of uh, the co-op arena as it is just because everything seems to be co-op of late well uh, it used to be yeah everything used to be co-op in the old days i remember you know co-op well still got the co-op funeral homes and stuff but uh, yeah loads of co-op stuff back in the day <clears throat> so i'm just looking or scanning through it at least so I don't know if you can, uh, if it's come up on, on your phone or not. Uh, yes, yes, there is something. Oh, is it moving? It is moving. Yes. Yes, because I'm screen sharing it. So that that you can see is what it's supposed to look like. All right. Now that looks a, a fairly large venue. Yeah. But when you actually look at it close up, it doesn't seem very big. Well, it's a bit like other things in life, isn't it? So there you go. If you want a bit of colour, there's the uh, the lights. Ooh. And that's it from the the upper tier. Oh. Which is particularly great for podcasts. Uh, I'll I'll be honest, because you can't see what's what's actually going on um but uh for us at least we that's what we're seeing hmm. it'll uh, be interesting to see the finished product yes maybe one day we'll actually show it you yes though you you probably won't want to go near city's ground um i can go close to city's ground and another football ground if I go to another football ground, I will probably self-combust. Everton? It's just up the road from there. Is it just across the park? Just across the park. Yeah. So, um, yeah, my my week's been mixed. Uh, so, I'm preparing for my my little uh, trip of the weekend to the Netherlands. Oh. So I've got to try and sort out recording because I'm... The main per... per, per, per 
Yeah, they're there. Funny Barker's here. Foghorn, leg on. Um, the main purpose of me going over there is to film the game uh, for the para ice hockey team that I help out. Uh, as of yet, I have not actually asked them. My friend has inquired, but hasn't actually heard anything back. So that needs to be sorted by Friday. Uh, so I'm, I'm leaving it till late. Um, I ended up watching a bit of the Royal Rumble on Saturday into Sunday morning. Um managed to stay up for the the first match at least, which was the men's Royal Rumble. Yeah. And kind of wish I hadn't because it was blooming. <laughs> yeah. Uh not a lot happened often until number thirty came in. Spoiler uh, alert. Yeah. Well Was it was it a certain actor who came in or was it a certain person on YouTuber? Uh well, the YouTuber came in at number 30. Uh, oh, no, he didn't at all. I came in at number 29. Uh, uh, and did a, a a spot that everyone seems to be losing their minds over. But in truth, it was just stupid. <laughs> uh, so it involved uh, Mr. Paul. Our Paul. No. No, I'd pay to see him try and do the move I saw. <laughs> uh, so it's all him and Ricochet on either side, leaping up onto the top rope and going kind of coast to coast, um, but almost clotheslining each other in midair, about 10 foot in the air, uh, which was pointless because it just seemed a case of, I can do this and we'll just jump into one another and there was no real particular need other than just to say i can do this and show off um which kind of tells you how interesting the actual match was when that was one of the main high points yeah one of the highlights of that was that yeah (laughs) Uh, there weren't many well i say many there was hardly any Surprise entrance at all. Uh, None of the oldies came back for a... The the only one that came back, and in truth it wasn't even really a surprise, uh, was Booker T. Oh, right. I didn't know about that, so that's a surprise to me. But he commentates on on NXT and doesn't particularly do a good job from what I hear from reviews. Because it's he doesn't pay attention to what he's actually watching. Uh, it was, it was like that when he was on SmackDown. Yeah, he doesn't know anyone. Um, it's very similar to when Jerry Lawler came back after he left in two thousand and one, and then came back later in the year, and kept asking, "Who are they? What do they do?" Effectively, oh, yeah, because it was the whole merger with uh, ECW and WCW, wasn't it? Back then, yeah. To which I've I've enjoyed listening sort of at the moment. Uh, I think I've mentioned it before. Uh, binge watching, binge watching, binge listening even um, to the the cultaholic uh, classic 
SmackDown podcast. Um, mainly because Raw's up to like 97, I think. Oh, it's just yeah. turned into 97. Um, but SmackDown's gone from like, both of them have gone from day one virtually. Yeah. Um, but the Cultaholic one's got the, well, it's got the same presenter on both uh, in Tom, Tom Campbell, who is hugely funny. Uh, works for BBC Newcastle. Very, uh, really fun to listen to. He'll, he'll, he's got one of those laughs that if you hear it, you will end up laughing yourself. Huh. Um, but he does the show with someone called Matthew, or Matthew Gregg, to give him his proper name. Um, to which the name might not ring a bell. Matthew might. Um, but if anyone's ever heard of the famed cult series online of Botchamania, uh, it's him that does it. And them two just have like the most um, sometimes darkest, sickest, but very, very humorous um, humour, I suppose is the best way to describe it. Uh, I've, I've lost it so many times in work listening to the show when they start doing impressions and just talking about different subjects. Um, so even if you're not particularly a wrestling fan, it is worth listening to, um, for the SmackDown one at least, just with when them two are together. Um, so that's been on. Um, other than that, it's been pretty dire. <laughs> Uh, work still work yeah um yeah there's not really been a whole lot that's gone on no if i'm if i'm honest very quiet at your end as well as here yes crap is the word i could use uh, <laughs> oh and, and a trip to the tip but other than that that's that's really been the uh that's, that's been the the biggest news so far <laughs> so speaking of there is some more news that come from kind of around in this area that uh, you remember mr blobby oh yes 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 famed yes. for nose house party and just terrorizing people well apparently one of his original costumes has sold on ebay for oh, over sixty thousand pounds and it was somebody from preston i think either sold it or bought it or whatever so 60 grand though over 60 grand for his costume 61,000, I think it was. Yeah, 61, 62, something like that. But can you imagine the smell in that costume? But it's the it's the thing as well. I was going to say. <laughs> I take it you can't see that on camera. Yes, I can see that. Oh, my goodness, you've got a Blobby album or a Blobby LP or something. Oh, it's an LP. Yeah, that's how far back. Uh, and on the back of it, even comes with all the lyrics. Oh, jeez. Yeah. My uh, one and only album that uh, I've ever owned. <laughs> I met Mr. Blobby. Absolute psycho. That was basically Blobby's act, wasn't it? Yeah. Came to Morecambe for the uh, very, very infamous 
uh, crinkly bottom that uh, that was built up at um, Happy Mount Park. That lasted for a grand total of six weeks before it was shut. I thought it lasted longer than six weeks. It was about six weeks before it was shut because it was deemed dangerous to children. But we still went and broke in and went and played on it and stuff. But yeah, Noel Edmonds was there, uh, Blobby and all that to, to do the opening. And yeah, lasted. It cost, God, how much? It cost a couple of hundred thousand uh, that we had to pay around here. And we're still paying for it now in, the, in taxes and stuff. So yeah, that was a huge laughing stock. Of uh, of more come then, so you know. I just hope the uh, Eden doesn't go the same way. But it's oh, I'm just reading now. Uh, the buyer has backed out of the bid. This is nine hours ago. So what for the Eden project? No, for Blobby. Oh, right, OK. Uh, the, out now, yeah, the buyer reportedly pulled out of the sale within an hour after of placing the extraordinary bid. Um, the costume sold for £62,101, but it has now emerged the buyer pulled out of the sale within an hour of placing the large bid. Probably realised they put too many numbers after the 62. Yes. He probably meant to put six pound twenty, and he's put sixty-two thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, not six hundred twenty pound, and he's put oh. the the decimal the wrong way. Yeah, I won't pay anything for that. Not for that costume, anyway. For other stuff, yeah, but not for something that some poor soul has absolutely sweated, like God knows what in. So and probably urinated. So it says the. The, anon- the anonymous seller told the BBC, I thought it would get to a level of £100 maybe. So I was sh- really shocked that it had reached a level it did. It's just, it's phenomenal. Oh. Who's going to, 62 grand for that. You can go and well, buy better stuff. Well, I'm not being funny. If he didn't think it would get to £100, what exactly did he put as his maximum bid? Because he must well, have kept bidding. Well, it must have been about 100,000. He's probably put the decimal in the wrong, pl- uh, wrong place there. Because if he, f- he wanted to go up to 100, well, he says, I thought he would get up to a level of 100 pounds, perhaps. So he's obviously put 100. Yeah, as a bid. But and if someone has gone over 100, it would then ask, do you want to up your bid? Yeah. So it's more on him messing things up. Yeah, unless he left uh, somebody else to do it, like the children. Maybe. And they've got a bit daft. Uh, he goes on to say, I think it was one of those things that was driven by social media. Uh, ironically, it was being sold not to make money, but to make space. Make okay. <laughs> space, it, it deflates. <laughs> Uh, earlier, the seller said the costume was in need of a new home after they claimed that neither the broadcaster nor the BBC's production team wanted it. Oh, right. Uh, the costume needed some attention due to its age, with one of the plastic eyes cracked. Um, so it's not even in good condition? No. Uh, meanwhile, eBay's terms and conditions rule that winning an auction means the 
user has committed to buy the item and it can not enforce this by law. Um, the seller has de decided to keep hold of the costume for now. <laughs> so there could be more to this story as it progresses. Yeah. To which I do like the, the image used on, on the Sky News report of Blobby on a... Hang on. So yes, um, so there's a picture of Blobby lay across a Rolls Royce with a an LP and a bottle of champagne that is probably massive, uh, but looks anything but <laughs> in the costume. Um, to which it, it, it just says, Mr. Blobby at the height of his fame in 1993. And it seems very much like something you'd see on a VH1 behind the music, kind of <laughs> behind the thing. Um, so there was one thing I was going to say about Blobby, and I can't remember what it was now. I'm trying to think. I can imagine Paul buying Blobby. I, I bet he was a, a thing. You know, one of those proper, like, secret, absolute lovers of, of Blobby. I, I enjoyed him on the telly and stuff like that, but when I met him, because obviously I was only small, mm. scared the life out of me. Just started charging. It does have blobby, 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 blobby. He does have a slight look at Paul about him, to be fair. <laughs> Just needs a bit more ginger hair. <laughs> uh, other colours are available. Strawberry blonde. <laughs> um, I'm trying to wrap my brains now because there was something I was going to mention. And it has completely escaped my my mind. Um, and I'm really struggling to remember what it was. And I can't locate it in the deep recesses of my mind. It'll come back to you if you don't think about it. So we I can we can move on from Blobby, and then it'll come back to you. Well, we can move on from Blobby. Um, I was just, just slightly going back to what we spoke about last week on the, the hotel room being left of items. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, can you imagine just leaving the blobby costume in there? Yeah, people are going to think that has been for some kinky S&M sort of, uh, you know, goings on. But then they're going to think, what kind of person would actually dress up as Mr. Blobby and think it is a turn on? Blobby, blobby. You know, with the googly eyes and the mm. eyelashes and that. God, just imagine, just imagine if there was Mr. Blobby's porn face. It was just that grin that he's got. A permanent fixed grin on the costume. That'd be it. I can imagine there'll be some sicko somewhere that will have doctored a, a porn film or a porn clip and where it would be the bloke's face, they've just swapped it with Mr. Blobby. There'll be some somebody who's done that magic. And, and I'll be honest, it ain't going to be me. 
<laughs> I can guarantee you now. It ain't gonna uh, be. I have I have limits. And that is one of them. Yeah. I've I've got a sick mind, but not that sick. <laughs> um you'd you'd easily know what his safe word it'd be. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he only say one word. <laughs> um it's it's pretty weird. Just I mean, just looking at the costumes scary enough. It does have it has a it looks like a famous person and I can't remember who it is. It's the eyes for some reason that just makes me think of someone. I've got no idea who it could who, who it could remind you of. I'll I'll tell you who it reminds me of. If you put big massive circles around the eyes. Deidre Barlow. <laughs> oh, possibly. Possibly could. Free the blobby one. Yeah. But that was entertainment back in the 90s. I, I'll be honest. I used to enjoy blobby in the 90s. Yeah. Noel's House Party. Love yep. that. Love that program. Noel's House Party was always the, uh, the, the epitome of Saturday night entertainment. Yep. Um, Going off and doing his pranking, candy camera sort of thing, and uh, oh, what was that thing with the gunge? Oh, the uh, slime. Yeah, because the, yeah, there was the, two. There was the there was the the slime machine, and there was the one that I used to enjoy on uh, Noel's Powers Party, where they used to have a celebrity get in the telephone booth. Yes. Then they'd have a caller have to answer three questions. And then they'd put, shove the money inside the enclosed telephone booth with a fan underneath. And the celebrity had to try and grab up all the money. Yeah. Um, and then they'd win whatever was caught. Yeah. To which there was one time where one cheated. And it was the, uh, the snooker player, John Parrott. <laughs> which he shoved all the money in and Parrot was quick as anything to just grab the money as soon as it came through the letterbox and so it had the entire craziness that was like the camera going all over the place audience clapping along spotlights and John Parrot just stood in there sort of like counting the money and then they had to finish it early and said you've ruined this game to which from then on, everyone had to stand back and allow the money to be put in. <laughs> um, but yeah, Noel's House Party was always, always fun. The later version of it wasn't that great. No, they started to run out of stuff, didn't they? Yeah, when they, they tried to update it. Yeah. And it didn't uh, have the same thing. Appeal. Yeah. Because um, it was always... Oh, so it was, it was normally they'd have someone, was it GTV or whatever it was? It wasn't GTV, it'll be something else. NTV, I think. NTV sounds more likely. I think it was like Noel TV or House Party TV or whatever it was. And it'd be a camera in someone's home and they'd go there and they'd ask them questions. Um, and then there was... One section that I always wanted to be on, but then 
as I've got older, I'm glad I was never, ever <laughs> went on it because it would have caused me too much anxiety. <laughs> and it was a uh, wait till I get you home where they'd normally speak to the kid and then they'd ask the child questions to which the parents would then have to guess at what their child said when asked certain questions. <laughs> and normally half of them were kind of innuendo questions, sometimes. Um, and they had to try and guess what they were talking about. Um, and I think they ended up with like £500 or something like that, or a holiday. And the, ch- and the child always got what he wanted. So it's always like, what what did you want? I wanted a PlayStation and 20-odd games. And he'd get a PlayStation and 20-odd games. Because <laughs> um, there, um, there was that. There was... Well, Saturday nights, I seem to remember, was like... Obviously, Noel's House Party was like later on. Uh, you had Gladiators, which I've, we've we've done, and we'll try and keep away from that topic for... For this week at least um but the, the one before that at times at least was you bet which oh with matthew kelly rated i loved you bet oh that was that was brilliant yeah that was on itv matthew to which, kelly to which i watched um it wasn't so much a you bet special it was um talking about like saturday night tv and they said he said, looking back at it now, it was pretty poor television in a sense. In the way that today would just be, oh, I can name you this, I can name you uh, 10 people, or I can, like a game show. Yeah. Uh, but it was always like the most like pointless, weird sort of like incidents. So it was like 10 London cabbies can pull like five taxis tied together about 100 yards in like 10 minutes or something like that. Um, Oh, there was was two that spring to mind. Uh, One was a kid that could name you the the finish of every wrestling match you've shown him. To which I recall watching and thinking that was really impressive. But then when I've seen it back in recent times, it ain't impressive. Because um, he had to name the wrestlers and he had to name what the finisher was. And it was poor. I could, I got it. That's how bad it was. Yeah. Uh, and the other one. Um, Oh, what was the oh the he could name eight football grounds solely from the floodlights. Uh, oh, that's unusual. Yeah. To which I couldn't. Oh no, but, I, I I wouldn't even know anything about the floodlights yeah. about a particular ground and stuff. But but you know, with that though, it did it did you know give uh, Matthew Kelly some money to put his. Uh, Put the heating on. Oh yeah, and stuff. But his his most famous thing is stars in the rise. Yes, so it, you know, I think he was the much better host of stars in the in your eyes. Personally, 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was he was a lot better than the Les, thing. Leslie Crowther he took over from. Yeah, Leslie Crowther, and then in the remake, wasn't it? It was a reboot some years ago now, I think. It was Harry Hill. Yeah, I don't remember. And there was one before. There was one that followed Matthew Kelly. And I can't remember who it was. But that poor. And then when Harry Hill done it, it was just dire. It was dreadful. Yeah. He tried to add comedy to it and it was just like, no, it's a singing contest. Yep. It's just it's it was a singing basically singing contest. Yeah. Um but yeah, I to which you bet did have one of the best theme tunes, I feel. Um, I mean, I, listening to it would probably get you... Um, well, I can't really get a strike against us because, you know, we're, we're not on YouTube. But, um, but the, the theme... Theme tune was... Was quite good if you can remember it. Vaguely. So this is how it uh, it used to sound. Once it actually, hang on. This is where you know things aren't working properly when this happens. Mm. So, as you can see. This was how you bet used to be. Yep. Um, I still say one of the best Saturday night theme tunes, or, or arguably game show themes, to be fair. Um, I don't know if you'd agree on that point. Nah, I wouldn't say. I, no, I say it's a good one. It is a good one, but I'm sure not, not the greatest. Not just the greatest, a good one. Yeah, I'm sure that that is going to be in in somebody's like sort of top twenty sort of lists. Maybe that'd be in my top ten for games maybe, at least. Yeah, maybe for top ten then. So, mm. um, I thought, can you have any? Any recollections of Saturday Night TV? Um, yeah. Uh, God, what did I used to watch? You know, used to have uh, Big Break. Can't, can't think of Big Break. You know, that was uh, that was something that was on on the weekend, Saturdays and stuff. And then you'd have um, what was on the other channel, ITV and stuff. So you had like you bet. So you... It's only a game, so put up a real that's it, the old big break. Of course, it doesn't seem to get much uh, airplay anywhere now. No, no uh, maybe, I don't think even Challenge show it that much now. Maybe because uh, it's got Jim Davidson on it and he's slightly uh, mixed opinions. With I don't these. mind him. Um, well, I know you don't, but there'll be a fair few that are a bit unsure. Yeah, there'll be a lot more people don't know who he is. Yeah, um, but the most people surely would know the the show that was yeah. based on cri um, cricket, 
based on snooker. Uh, to which whenever I end up playing snooker, I've tried to do the thing the self where you have the final part of the game. Um, got the to get the big prize where it used to be like have two red balls and then try and pot them all and then pot the colours and try and do it in like a minute and 20 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. I've done it once <laughs> out of about 90. <laughs> um, but it was a, it, it still, I feel as a, as a game show in a way holds up. Yeah, yeah, it did its it did its, its time. Yeah. So and it filled in, you know, and it got quite big biggish audiences during the you know during its course. So, <clears throat> but nothing, nothing, nothing like that in that format has been done since. No, well, you had they tried to bring Pop Black back a couple of times, which yeah, failed. but you know in that format you know is that it's, nothing's been thing it's like all the quiz shows that have been done over the years you know it's the same sort of thing yeah um and other game shows have tried to mimic predecessors and it's thing but that has just been like a kind of a one-off yeah um the same with bullseye as well that's been a one-off it's, you know it's had iterations over the years after jim bowen and stuff but there's nothing like that in the modern modern tv the only thing that's come close to it was when they did celebrity uh, darts, when it's like sport relief or something like that. Yeah, but as, as a mainstream, you know, Saturday or Sunday television slot, mm. you know, nothing, nothing's been done like that. And there's been, um, yeah, like I say, just the same thing but packaged differently, but it's the same concept. And you know, it's, it's the thing as well. If you look at it, I think it. I think, strangely enough, this was on that uh, Cultaholic podcast because the, they were talking about sports that had uh, game shows or things kind of for it. So you had uh, Bullseye for darts. Yep. Big Break for snooker. Yep. There was a golf show that I remember that had Jimmy Tarbuck on it. Uh, I can't remember what it was. Full Swing, I think it was called, or... Oh, I vaguely so, remember something, yeah, because Jimmy Jimmy Tarbuck's a massive golfer. Yeah, uh, to I'll be honest, the only reason I ever watched that was because of Jimmy Tarbuck, because um, I'd watched him a couple of times like on a summer season on holidays, which shows you yeah. how back I'm going. Yeah, uh, that's a little while. Yeah, like 94, 93, something along that era. Um but then I was trying to fit, there's been nothing for, for cricket that I can think of. No, no, nothing for... There's been nothing really that I can think of either for football that springs massively to mind. There's been football quiz shows, but nothing like, say, a big break or... Yeah, nothing specifically for that sport, no. Oh, okay. There's one show I'm trying to find online, uh, which was an American football show, and I'm sure it was called End Zone or uh, Touchdown or something like that. 
and it used to be on Channel 4 on like Friday night, Saturday mornings. And I remember it being a die on your backside show, but it was still enjoyable to watch. Um, but yeah, it's uh, something um, I'll try and dig up this week at least. Yeah. Well, uh, no, that, that's the thing. There hasn't been that many for, for sports, and sports is one of the biggest, you know, things on the planet. You know, for for what people get behind, you know, like football. Football's got a huge, you know, support network, as you know, and cricket and rugby, and yeah. but there hasn't been that many TV oh. game shows type things for it, which is very oh, strange. Yeah. I never thought of rugby. That's another one that's not particularly got anything uh, massively on it. No, or tennis, or um, you know, motor racing. I can't remember anything for motor racing. Yeah. Obviously, it is dangerous. Yeah. Know, but, um, yeah, no. I mean, the, the, if you look at it, you'd, you'd think there'd be something for rugby or football. Well, football more so. Rugby can be a little bit dangerous. You know, you don't know what you're doing. But, yeah, football, there's nothing for football. Nothing specifically attached to football. The only thing I can remember of, like, any time football's been used was on the question of sport. You know, if they had to get, you know, goals in the back of the net to get points for the team yeah. and stuff like that, you know, with, like, yeah. Ali McCoist and um, Phil Tuffers and um, oh, John Parrott, you know, John some Parrott. of the old... Who um, else was there on there? There was Matt... Matt Dawson. Matt Dawson, the rugby player and stuff. Um, and... Then before that was, like, uh, Ian Botham, Bill Beaumont. Yeah, both of was Yeah. They were the they were the first two that I recall watching. Oh, and another cricketer as well. Uh, yeah, short grey hair. Oh, is this on? Um, this was on question of sport. He was one of the team captains. Short grey hair. Yeah, he'd he'd been retired a while from from cricket. Oh, it's going to bug me now what his name was. But yeah, you know, uh, that's that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Are you sure it is question of sport? Yeah, question of sport. It was definitely on. Yeah. Question of sport. Captains. But, you know, that's like being the only sports. And that, that shows has... you how bad when it says the captains currently are Paddy McGuinness, who's got nothing to do with sport. Yeah. That's that's when you know it's it's lost its way. Yeah, he's got nothing to do with sport. Previous, you know, they've had snooker players, you know, and John Parrott and stuff. They've had, so, had Dawson as rugby players, cricketers and stuff. But so I've, I've got the former captains. So you had four rugby players in Cliff Morgan, Gareth Edwards, Matt Dawson, and Bill Beaumont. Uh, two footballers in Emily News. And Ali McCoyst. Ali McCoyst, legend on there, funny. Yeah. Uh, Henry Cooper, the only boxer. Oh, I didn't know Henry Cooper was on that. Yeah. I've seen Henry Cooper on it because he could never get anyone. Uh, Brendan Foster, long distance runner. I didn't even know he was a captain. I didn't don't even know him, so. Uh, John Parrott. Yeah, legend. Willie Carson. Uh, Frankie Dettori, which I didn't know was a captain on there. Oh, yeah, Frankie, yeah, Frankie was on there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Uh, and then cricketers, uh, Phil Tufnell, Fred Truman, and Ian Botham. But they have had guest captains. Yeah, is, so he might have been the guest captain. Which is probably what you're thinking. Yeah, probably was. He was on it for a while, so he must have been covering for illness or holiday or whatever, something like that. But yeah, he was on it. Maybe. Um, I'm, I'm just looking. I'm just looking at sort of like the... Because I know, well, it's, I was going to say originally, but it still is. Uh it's recorded up here in the in the northwest. Used to be man. Oh, right. Used to be done near City's ground. Oh, right. The old ground. Um, and then it moved to BBC Manchester, where they do the sh- where they used to do the shows. I think now it's in Salford. Uh, the media centre, probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I always thought it was done down south. Always. No, it was. Uh, it's always been done up here. I thought it was in, uh, you know, television studios. No, it was uh, BBC Manchester. Oh, never knew that. On, um, oh, I can't hear what the road's called, but uh, yeah, that's where it's done. Right. You live and learn. Mm. But yeah, that's been like the only thing that has covered. So it would do like, you know, you'd have a look around for whatever, but then you'd have to use like basketball you know, to get balls in the things or cricket or, you know, football and things like that, but nothing specific for, you know, I think basketball, basketball, I think, could work, but it's not as mainstream as, um, say, like a cricket or... But saying that, is, is darts bigger than, say, of a... Of us bigger than cricket, uh, bigger than uh, snooker. Um, I think it is at the moment because darts is, is becoming really on the up um, with the PDC and, and such. You know, with the amount of tournaments and the players that are moving to the PDC and going up in the PDC, I think darts is predominantly bigger, in my opinion. Because I, I, you know, I'm a, I do like my darts, but I like my snooker as well. Um, but. I don't know. That, yeah, darts is on the old big time. You know, and you got ladies' darts as well. Yeah. Uh, sure. Uh, I want to say the name, but I know it's not the right name. So I'll have Alan to... Sherrick. That's the one I was going yeah. to say. Alan Sherlock. Yeah, no, not, not quite. Not quite there, Watson. No. I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah. I haven't watched darts in years, but I know kind of like initials. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, thing because you just like with Fallon you know her eyes you know it did make it into the mainstream media and stuff like that and people uh, you know know the name but not necessarily have watched it so because it is one of those sports where where they have the whole kind of like male versus female is looked at like oh a male would always be a female and a female can beat a male and, and all that kind of stuff that goes on but when you look at it darts and snooker is probably two sports where it doesn't really rely so much on like i mean if you had a female player in a men's football team you and even rugby where it's 
I say where it's a physical sport, football is not really physical, to be honest. It's it's more like basketball nowadays, because you only have to touch them and you get a foul. Uh-huh. Um, as opposed to when I much preferred watching it. But if you put sort of like snooker and darts, is one of those times where it is a case of who's the the better who's the better player. Well, it, yeah, but with that, it can be anybody. Yeah, that's what I mean. It, could it be... can be anybody. And it, it's, it, those are the kind of sports where um, you don't, it doesn't matter what gender you are, it goes on what you can do. And, yeah. you know, you can have, you know, um, thing because there's no physicality in it. It doesn't matter, you know, you could be like seven foot tall, you know, weighing whatever. You might have the strength of an ox. And you're going against somebody who's quite the opposite of that scale, but it doesn't matter because it's, it's what you can do actually either on the table with snooker or on the board with, you know, on the hockey with the darts and stuff. And it's the same with pool as well. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, sort of thing. But football, you know, if a, if a, a man was going in to tackle a lady, um, you know, it, you know it, it, could go, it could go quite wrong. Mm. Um, for an injury or something like that. Same with like rugby, you know, because you've got like 18 stone, 20 stone sort of big blokes and they're going in for a tackle, you know, on a on a lady who's, you know, it's just going to thing, but saying that though, a lady could do that to a bloke. Mm. Rugby. But yeah, it's, those are the sports where it doesn't matter. Same with motor racing. There should be, there should be thing for motor racing as well because it doesn't matter. You know, as long as you can, you know, race that car, shouldn't matter what gender you are. Hmm. You know, it shouldn't be a male-dominated sport, but unfortunately it is. But, you know, times are changing and hopefully we will see um, more of an equality in, in that sort of area, like the PDC have done and like the snookers hmm. on the way up to doing and such. So, so I, I could turn this really into a sports podcast but i don't particularly want to <laughs> um for for certain reasons because i want to try and do a separate one eventually um but as it is uh i think there would be a good time to call a halt all right because it's under an hour which is yeah. ideal how i'd like to do it as opposed to a, an hour and a half um uh, so for anyone that's dropped out because it's sports Apologies. Um, but other than that, we will try and get a better format in place for next week. And I will but uh, just look at what you've had this week. Blobby, Saturday Night TV, sports, and um, whatever we talked about at the, at the beginning. The Eden yeah. Project. Yeah. So little had, treats for little people. Yeah. So you've had a mix of everything, pretty much. Uh, plus, it's easier to edit, so it's always a bonus. Uh, so my thanks again to Mr. Woody for helping out on the podcast. My pleasure. Uh, me, I was hoping next week to record something with uh, a new person. However, I realised uh, I won't be coming back into the country till the Tuesday. 
so I won't be able to actually record. Uh, so Monday's gone, but we will seeing how I feel on the Tuesday and probably still won't then it'll probably be later in the week. Um, but we will hope to record something at least. Uh, either that or just give it a miss. Uh, try and regroup, try and get a new name for the, the show at least at the very most. <laughs> um, but not promising. But as it is, thank you for listening. I am your host, Peter Brothers. He is Woody. It's a good night from me. And it's a good night from him. <laughs>